Hello, everybody, and welcome to show. I like show better than podcast. To the secret podcast. And you're not supposed to be listening to this. And remember not to tell anybody because it's a secret. Shh. It's a secret. Hello. Welcome to the podcast. Today, I'm going to talk a little bit about my weekend and how it made me feel, I guess. But more importantly, about this podcast and the future of it and reflecting on the past of it. I recorded all of my episodes last week on Sunday uh, to get them kind of out of the way in a way so I could edit them in a batch and not have to think about it for this weekend, this past weekend, I moved into a house and so that whole process was I know it's going to be a bit taxing and take a lot of my time, so I didn't want to have to rush and edit the podcast and just produce pretty mediocre podcasts. Not to say that my podcast last week were not mediocre, for they were. But anyways, so this last weekend I was moving, and we luckily got the opportunity to move our stuff in day by day, so it wasn't one day of intense moving. Uh, it was a couple days, and then on Friday, it was moving all the big stuff. And all that, that I just talked about, it's not very exciting. But what I did realize is that since I was moving and moving into a new house and setting everything up and compounded by also not having internet until Tuesday, it made me, A barely look at my phone because I was doing stuff and just setting stuff up and also just not looking at my computer screen. I really, really enjoyed my time not looking at my computer screen. I feel like I just overloaded myself in the last probably month of doing this podcast, doing a lot of the skate responsible board stuff. Uh, a lot of it's designing stuff uh, should have a, we, I have a whole basement now dedicated to SRB. So that will be a lot more hands-on, less uh, design-heavy. So I'm looking forward to that. And I just didn't look at my phone. I didn't look at my computer screen. I didn't do this podcast. It was really refreshing, and it was a really good recharge and reset for me, and I very much enjoyed it. Not to say that I don't enjoy this podcast, but it was kind of like when your phone cracks and you have to get it repaired. And then for those three hours or however long it takes, it's just, you realize how much happier you'd be if you didn't have a phone on you. Uh, I'm terrible about my phone. I wish I was somebody who wasn't, but I've talked about that a lot. But again, I think my phone's destroyed my attention span, but this weekend was a really nice reset. Uh, but like I was saying, I very much enjoy doing this pod, even though I kind of took a break from looking at my computer and doing some design stuff with it. But this podcast kind of evolved. Initially, this podcast was supposed to be something for Kyle and I to do something every single day that makes me feel like I actually did something somewhat creative. It wasn't supposed to be anything more than that. And then 
we thought about getting, I believe Tim was the first person that we were like, yeah, we want this guy on because you've heard his podcast. I don't need to explain it. But then it just started growing more and more and I just started inviting more and more people and it turned way more not into this, okay, we're going to get something out because you got to get out a whole bunch of shit before you get something decent. It turned into almost a thought experiment and also a way to connect with people who I don't connect with as much as I should. So I've been reaching out to people about doing the podcast and like I said, a lot of people seem excited and then the people who have submitted and if you're one of these people, I adore listening to these podcasts. It It's so interesting to hear what somebody's going to say for five minutes because that's so much longer than you think. As I approach 440 and I stumbled upon most of my first half of this and this is the part that I actually want to talk about. But yeah. I'm so excited about where this podcast is going and don't get me wrong. It's not because I'm getting a lot of views or a lot of people are listening. That's an additional part of this is that there's a somewhat audience that listens to this. The real benefit is getting to hear all these super interesting stories and just how people's minds work with this podcast. And I'm so excited to continue to tell people about the podcast in hopes that I get more diverse podcasts. So here's my little PSA. If you're listening and you want to be on the podcast, shoot me a text, uh, shoot me an email, um, and I will definitely put you on the podcast. The second thing on that is if you've been on the podcast or even if you haven't been on the podcast and there's somebody who you think would enjoy the podcast but I don't it's not about viewers for me it's much more about if you think they would be interesting on the podcast let them know and you don't even have to run it by me uh Randy a guy who I coached with played soccer with all at Grand Valley I thought he'd be awesome for the podcast reached out to him and he instantly shot it to a couple of his friends, and then they submitted some stuff already. And that's where uh, Dan and oh no, I'm blanking on his name. Ah, I feel like an asshole. Oh no, I want to look back and edit it. No, I won't. Anyways, he just shot it to his friends. They all thought it was an interesting idea, and they shot me podcast without uh, completely unprompted i love that more of that so tell people about it not to listen i don't care if they listen tell them about it so i can get more podcasts because at this point i'm getting a little greedy with them and i want more but this week i have a new guest madala matherin a childhood friend and just overall super interesting person uh he'll probably be on either tomorrow when you're hearing this or wednesday Super excited about doing that one. And then my mother has another one that she put on and a couple Bobby podcasts. So lots to be excited for. And uh, happy Monday. Enjoy your week. All that good stuff that, you know, a normal podcast will probably tell you as well.
All right. Bobby here. Uh, once again, sorry for the small hiatus in the last couple of weeks. Cubs baseball took precedent. Um, but the Cubs are out of town, and uh, I'm back. So today's um, little podcast, or my recording here, is going to be called Airport Travel. And for this little uh, travel segment, I know I talk about a lot of crazy stories or super fun ones or... Um, I guess kind of scarring ones, but today is just a little behind the scenes look at how travel isn't always um, exciting or noteworthy. I guess this one's a little noteworthy, but um, this is the story of when I was sleeping overnight in the Manila, Philippines airport because I had a flight the next morning at 4 a.m. to go to Siem Reap, Cambodia, and uh, didn't want to have to hassle with early wake up calls and alarm and finding a taxi and getting there on time in lines. So in my brilliant mind, um, I decided, yeah, you know what? I'm just going to check in the night before, which in the Philippines they allow you to do, which is kind of cool, I guess. So checked in the night before at, I don't know, like 10 p.m., got up and found a open spot, laid my backpack down, set my alarm the next morning for, I think it was right around 4 a.m., and uh, slept on the floor. And to give you, give you listeners here a little bit of background, it's not glamorous. It's not like, you know, the DTW or Chicago O'Hare or LAX airport where you can find a nice, you know, big couch or comfy seat or sleeping area that's carpeted. Manila, Philippines airport wasn't bad by any means. It wasn't like a shack, but there's no like designated sleeping areas. So I looked it up on my phone the day before. Um, a couple of people that had done the same thing that I was doing and slept in the airport were, you know, t- basically just listing the spots that weren't as crappy as some of the other ones. So I, I read the list, took a screenshot, and uh, got to the little spot and lied my backpack down, put my earphones in with my phone plugged in, obviously, and my alarm set so I could drown out all the craziness of an Asian airport and uh, put my... my uh, I call them blinders over my eyes, my little sleep sleep sack, whatever you want to call it, and had my backpack, the straps. It was basically like a baby, you know, like when you carry a baby in front of you. I had the backpack like the baby in front of me with my arms hugging around it because all my most valuable belongings were in the backpack. I wanted to make sure that nobody stole it, and I hugged it. Basically, I was the, uh, the big spoon. My backpack was a little spoon, and I went to bed. And I was awoken or awakened by like a stick hitting me. And obviously I was scared. So I ripped off my mask and my headphones. And I looked up and it was this Philippine police officer with like a police stick. And he was poking me with it. I was like, okay, well, that's not a very nice way to wake up. And I, I was, like I said, I ripped off my headphones and he said, can't sleep here. Can't sleep here. And I was like super rattled, looked at my phone. It was about. I think 1230. So I've been asleep for an hour and a half or an hour and 45 minutes, whatever it was. Irregardless, I was tired as crap, scared as crap. Didn't even have enough like saliva in my mouth to say something back because I was so rattled. And I just got my things and walked and I saw like a large area that was kind of like siphoned off by um, these like poles connected by tape where there was like a bunch of people, like hundreds of people squeezing sleeping. So I squeezed in there, 
It was so loud. Babies were crying. People were coughing. People were speaking in foreign languages I didn't understand. I'm like, oh my God, this is a nightmare. So put on my headphones, cranked up my sleep sounds, and fell asleep. And I actually slept pretty well, as well as you can on a tile floor in the airport, surrounded by hundreds of strangers and uh, having to wake up three hours later. And I woke up and I took off my mask and it was sunny. And I was like, huh. And you know that like little area between when you wake up and then you full, become like fully aware? That 30 seconds, probably like halfway in the middle of that 30 seconds, I freaked out, looked at my phone, and my flight, it's, I think it said like 4.40, so my flight took off in 20 minutes. How I woke up, how I missed my alarm, no idea. So thankful that I randomly woke up. I sprinted to my airline um, and sprinted. And I still, so basically I was able to check into my flight. I still had to go through security if that was unclear. And the security line was long, like one of the longest lines I've ever seen. Once again, didn't have any slime in my mouth to even speak. I was so rattled. I was so nervous. Hadn't missed a flight the entire trip. Was kind of running low on funds. So I really couldn't afford to buy another plane ticket at this point. So I think one of the workers came up to me, if I remember correctly. Like I said, I was pretty rattled. So not all the uh, details are sticking with me, but he said, let me see your ticket. I showed him and he said, oh my, you could see like the alarm in his face. He said, follow me. He let me cut the entire line, was able to check in, sprinted to my gate, which just, you know, Murphy's Law coming into effect again was as far away as freaking possible. I got there as, and this is an exaggeration, this is not an exaggeration, as they were closing the door, I got there. And like I said, once again, no exaggeration, got into the plane. They closed the door directly behind me, sat down, so rattled, so out of it. And I slept that entire freaking flight. No idea how I made it. No idea how I randomly woke up at 440. But uh, yeah, that was uh, a not so glamorous, not so adventurous story. But just to give a little background to some of the viewers on... uh, Sometimes you got to sleep on the airport and sometimes you got to miss miss an alarm and sprint to your uh, airline after getting poked by a police stick uh, four hours later. Peace. Things are going to get